Hello and welcome back to the Rainy Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yeah. Listen here. How much would you pay to see your grandkids? <laughs> What's your number? We should be asking Dr. Dre. Anywho. Oh, see. <laughs> Too soon? Too, too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, but Crystal and I were back in the article streets out here, and that really is the question of the day. How much would you pay to see your grandbabies? Like, how much do they mean to you? Can you put a price tag on grandparenting mm-hmm. and being in your child and grandchildren's life, you know, to lay eyes upon them, hell, baby. But oh, no. you, 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 you decide. Let let Carmen read this article really quick. Here we go. The title: Help. Are you there? <laughs> My son wants me to pay a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars to see my granddaughter. A hundred bands. You know, if they would have asked me that, I just would. Like, I guess. Hell I can't see no. Him. To the no, no, no. <laughs> I guess I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Do FaceTime count? Ooh. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The doting grandmother. Mm-hmm. I love my daughter-in-law. She's the best thing to ever happen to my family. She's sweet, caring, funny, compassionate, and always there. She and my son got together um, at age 21, and her father... Oh, sorry. And her family had passed away the year before, so we really took her in. She gets along well with my husband, my two daughters, and the whole extended family. My son has had a somewhat rocky time. He and his sisters went to a world-class private school. That don't sound rocky. Uh, But he was expelled for selling drugs. Mm -hmm. We picked him back up, supported him, and then a couple of years later, we were bailing him out again for an even bigger crime. He was sent to an expensive rehab center, and after he got out, he started doing really, really well. He met our daughter-in-law, married her, and they had two beautiful children. I was so proud of him. He had turned his life around when it all came crashing down only a couple of years later. It had come out that he was having an affair Mm -hmm. and was $600,000 in gambling debt. Oh, no. Oh, no. $600,000. Wow, that's, that's a... That's too much. Baby. You got a problem. You're in trouble. <laughs> you in too deep this time. <laughs> Shout out to BET. Because they played it on repeat. Um, <laughs> he asked us to bail him out. We refused. We had already paid for his private high school and college education. So he had no college debt. We also paid for his wedding and loaned him $100,000 towards a house. So it's clear that this family got done. I mean, like, this is what I'm talking about. When you set yourself, when you set your children up for success, unless you're trying to be an enabler for the entirety of their life, you have to pull the plug. You see what I'm saying? Um, Because of his debts, he lost the house. He moved in with his mistress 
but was pretty much willing to leave his wife and two sons on the street, so we took them in. He never sold our family home, um, so they had a lot of room, his mom's house. So he took, uh, I guess, the ex-wife now and his two babies. They live with the Mm -hmm. in-laws. Here we go. It gets better. Well, worse. (laughs) (laughs) Four years later, our son is still cut off from our money, but our daughter-in-law and grandsons are still living with us. We have an eight-bedroom house, and it's just the two of us, and we appreciate all that our daughter-in-law does around the house. Um, Instead of paying rent, she helps us with cooking and cleaning, not all of it, of course. Um, She's doing very well for herself now, and she's working as an art teacher, and our grandsons are doing well, um, and it's just a delight to have them around every day. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my son is now remarried. Uh, Not to the woman that he cheated with, thank God, but his new wife um, has always been cold to us. We still see our son for fortnightly family dinners. What does that mean? Well, that means ever so often. The little boys are playing Fortnite, (laughs) and he comes to play with them, and that's and they have dinner as well. That's what fortnightly means. I think Fortnite. It's just a fort. They're including the game Fortnite into their dinners. So fortnightly dinners. I think that's why she's saying that like that. Like she's in, they're including the game. So I'm gonna have to Google fortnightly. I will get there. You, do you have you never heard of Fortnite? I've heard of the game Fortnite, but I've also heard of Fortnite in like speeches from like the 1800s. Well, I, I when I heard when I read that the first time, I was assuming that they were just it was a combo. He plays Fortnite with the boys. They have dinner, fortnightly dinners. Okay. But you might be right. She we'll might circle, mean something we'll, we'll else. We'll circle back we'll to that. We'll figure it out. Anywho, uh, he comes by for family dinners. We just don't support him financially anymore. His new wife once complained that she was put out because she didn't help with their wedding despite footing the bill for his first marriage. Girl, don't nobody give a fuck about you. Anywho, she's always making snide remarks about my daughter-in-law and how she can't make it on her own. That's not true. Our daughter-in-law offers. We just don't take it. And that's that. So be mad, bitch. Uh, My son and his (laughs) wife have just had a baby. We have met the baby once, but my new daughter-in-law has made it pretty clear that the baby is not coming to our house while her ex-husband's while her husband's ex is living there. We were sad, but we can't push them out. Um, of course, we love our son, uh, but we have to take a step back financially, but never emotionally. My son recently rang me and said that they're having a change of heart. If we invest $100,000 in a savings account for our new granddaughter to prove we will support her just like we do with our other grandchildren. Of course, I want to help my granddaughter, but when I said I would put the money in a private trust for her once she turns 21, he said no. He wants the money now to invest in a house they're currently renting and says that it's for his child. He pretty bluntly implied that I had two options to ever see my new granddaughter again. Cut off my daughter-in-law financially because she needs to grow up too or provide him with $100,000 to set his new family up. Money is not the issue, and I'm definitely not cutting off my daughter-in-law, but the money seems to be blackmail. 
my husband is over this and just wants to give him the money, as he always does, so he can see his granddaughter. But I disagree with my husband. I think that, the, that we need to stay firm. So, do we provide the money to see our granddaughter or continue, or continue the tough financial love? Part of me is worried. We'll give him the money. He'll keep his promise for visits for a year or so, but then cut us off again when he needs something else. I'm so conflicted as I do want to be a part of my granddaughter's life. What should we do? Is there any chance that there is a third option we aren't aware of? Girl, listen, um, the money is the problem. You've had too much of it. You've thrown too much of it away. And he just... Didn't we just talk about financial manipulation? Yeah. And financial violence? Yeah, Yeah, so he he basically... I feel like his current wife feels the same way. There has been no budge on the way she feels. She feels like she'll never get in good with the family because there's this ex-wife that's always going to be there and always going to be closer. Is that an understandable feeling for the new wife? Yes. Okay. I I believe so. Like... I don't know the workaround around that. Like the the ex-wife is like permanently a fixture now. I mean, but wouldn't she be a permanent fixture anyway because of the two children that they have? Yeah, but she's even cemented even more so because she, she lives there. with them. Got it. So I, I don't know if I would have a problem with that. It's just really, really difficult if you want to be the new daughter-in-law extraordinary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The if, new deal. I'm the know, new deal. If you want to be the new one that's impressive and they love you and you're great. She don't sound impressive. She sounds entitled. Well, she sounds jealous. I feel like she approaches... That's a better word, yes. She, she's approaching this difficult situation fairly poorly. But look, she this the son is the problem. Clearly. The son is the problem. So like I'm saying, I feel like his current wife has no change of heart. He's just wised up to figure out a new way to get money from his parents, right? And he's just using the situation to his advantage. Who came up with this idea? You think he did? I think he's alone in this. And he and he's and I don't I don't feel like his new wife has has anything to do with this. I feel like she's good with just like keeping her distance. He sounds like a drug fiend. He he sounds like he needs some and he's he's either he his addiction is speaking through him right now. Trying to figure out ways to Dig yourself on a deeper hole. Right. Because the hole is already so deep. Right. I mean, what, what's going to happen? I think that you hit the nail on the head that there is too much money and too much of it being thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Mamma is trying not to turn into Dr. Dre. <laughs> And had his baby and these grandbabies in a car riding around mm-hmm. Las Vegas. I don't know where they live. I just said mm-hmm. Las Vegas. But um, there's a gross manipulation happening. Right. Here. And, you know, and this started from when that boy was an adolescent. Yeah. And I think this is a testament. Go ahead. No, I was just like, it speaks to like when he just thought it would, he knew money would rescue him from his decision to because it's sell been drugs. rescuing him, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So he's not unreasonable in that thought process because mom and dad have been here to get me into the best rehabs. Mom and dad, I'm sure, hired the best lawyers to get some stuff sealed or expunged or you know get some shit bust down to community service. Like money is the asset here, mm-hmm. and in all aspects of the word, and this privileged, entitled. 
prick mm-hmm. that I'm going to assume is white because I don't know too many of us who have affluence like this. I think that's a safe assumption. You know, not not second, third generation like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not just not just hundreds of grand to throw around every time. Like, if that's your starting number, that tells you everything you, you need to know. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you got to have 600 Gs to lose 600 Gs. Mm-hmm. It's all relative. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I probably mentioned the story of when I used to work at the casino when I was living in New Orleans and in the same night, I met a guy who had won $500,000 and one that had lost $600,000. And, you know, to me, that just says that money is just relative because if you got it, you got it. You got to have 600 to, to lose, lose 600. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear all these celebrities with their back taxes. You had to have made some money to owe that, that type of money. money. So, yeah, it's funny. Like, yeah, look, she was talking all this shit. They had to make some money to owe that money. You see what I'm saying? So this particular situation is just, it it, it raises the question to me, how much is too much when it comes to fixing things for your children? Mm -hmm. Does it later become a detriment? Not in all cases, but clearly here. Yeah. The fact that this money has been this safety net, this buffer Mm -hmm. to protect this young man from the true consequence Mm -hmm. of his actions. Y'all have done a great disservice to him. And he's not only fucked over one family, Mm -hmm. he's in the process of fucking up another one Mm -hmm. with this new wife and this new baby. Yeah, y'all gotta, these people, these rich people have to not be so afraid of their your rich children going to jail because hey, sometimes that's the lesson. That's like, what's needed. They need to be fear. They need to be worried about shaming you guys, opposed to y'all rescuing them. You right? know what you get? You get the dickhead that was on that frontier flight who told everybody that his parents was worth two million dollars and then got his ass duct taped to a seat. That's what you get when you are always there to clean up shit. That's that. That's how you get. Who was little mama who assaulted that boy? Um who said that he that he had stolen her cell phone? Whatever her name you is. Said, but that but that wasn't her first run in. Come to find out, sis been getting in trouble, and her people's been coming in to clean shit up. And that's why she's like, what did she tell Gail? That's enough. That's enough, Gail. Yeah, help her out. Somebody y'all should have been let you know the system intervene and give these children some doses of to. reality because when you don't. They grow up and they keep embarrassing you and they keep making, they cost you. They cost you. This baby has cost you. <laughs> this granddaughter has already cost you more than $100,000. Mm-hmm. Already. Because she didn't, she mentioned that she didn't help him pay off the $600,000 debt. So that's right. probably still floating around. Somebody yes. probably still waiting in the parking lot to bust his kneecaps out. We don't know. <laughs> Right, <laughs> we all saw uh, damn, what was the we all saw Hardball? Oh my god, Keanu Reeves was getting his ass beat up in the alley because he had the money. You feel me? Like, yeah, this is just unfortunate. It is, it, it really is. And it's putting these grandparents because we all know that the grandparents be having boatloads more love and admiration for mm-hmm. their grandkids than they have for their kids, you know. So, can I empathize with this with Mamaw Pain? Yeah. Can can I can I empathize with Papa Pain? He's like, I want to see my granddaughter. All I got are grandsons. Your son uh-huh. 
knows that. Right. And he's weaponizing that. Well, I think instead of her still, you know, feeling like there's no options, there's no other, there's no third option. Here it is. What she could do is, Mm -hmm. is truly genuinely reach out to the wife. And ask her what her issues are and tell her to, like, mentally close out the fact that the ex-wife is here and we're helping her out. Like, get take that off the table. What is your issue with us? What can we do to mend our relationship? Because we don't want you to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right? And then see what this woman requests, right? $100,000. Right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let, let, let's see if money even comes up, right? Like, reach out to her. Find a way to get get to this woman without your son involved and hear her out, right? Yeah, yeah. Because what, what's going to happen regardless of how much money they give this son? They're going to have two daughter-in-laws living up in their house because their son Can't is... Get his shit he ain't going to... He's going to just keep doing this stuff over and over because what is true and what the, the son has to know is that granddaughter already set for life. They, they will easily set up something for her for 21. And they don't got to do that because the son acts. In fact, she could do that anyway. She could do that anyway. She's probably already done that. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. You know what? I'm surprised I hadn't done it yet. As soon as he made mention of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like when she was saying, oh, we could do it in the private one. And he was like, no, I need it now. She was like, we can do it in the private one. Well, you're not getting any money right now, right? So Because you sounded real fiendish when you, you exactly. say I need it So now. y'all are right. Y'all are absolutely positively right to cut him off financially. Mm-hmm. Help the woman that he's connected to now and the grandchild um, that he, you know, that he's created, but still, you know, handle him with love. Like y'all gonna have to get this ex, this current wife in a place to where if she's going to deal with, with child's son or whatever, that she deals with him the way that child would deal with him. Like we don't have a problem giving you money, but she's going to control it. Like, you know, she, you, you, you can't, you can't, we're not going to give you a certain place of money to go screw off. That is no longer an option. So I feel like they need to deal with the ex-wife, get her, getting the good graces, not the ex-wife, the current wife, getting her good graces so then y'all can create a community that makes your your son feels like y'all support him in his current marriage but does not support his bad habits. That's the third option. I can help it. Love, love. Hey, okay. No. Phenomenal points, Crystal. Uh-huh. I think that it just sucks. It does. I, my heart goes out to the doting grandmother. There are a ton of innocent parties, mm-hmm. you know, that are being affected. And I think we just have this flailing death rattle of sorts from mm-hmm. this boy, because I'm going to call him a boy at this point, mm-hmm. who's just trying to run the show. From the back seat. Ugh. And you just can't do that. Listen, he's a glorified bumpkle. Ba- <sighs> Your ass has really been given everything. And honestly, I feel like I, in my heart of hearts, I feel like these people mm-hmm. who are given everything and still screw it up deserve the worst punishments. Listen, I told you. <laughs> they deserve the worst punishments because you are telling me everything about you. Right. Like, no matter what's given to you, you are going to screw up no hey. matter what. You deserve the worst punishment because you are showing me. Like, there are some people that are in jail because they were they never had anything. Hey. 
and, and, and even in the attempts of, in their crime, it was attempting to gain something. Right. Right? These people who were given everything and still can't get right, life. Listen, I told you what, um, I can't remember because, you know, my virtual life and my reality kind of blend together at this point. So I don't know where the fuck I saw this at. Christmas spell on the table. I can't remember, but something or someone said, and I can't remember where. I don't know. Like I say, I don't know if a person told me this or if I read it. Your reality and your online life. Listen, that shit running together. Um, But they say, I don't give money to homeless white people because you have, have all of the advantages and still fucked it up. Okay. Especially white men who are homeless. Not a veteran. Like, I be seeing young white guys on the corner, on Northwest Highway, over by SMU, and I'm like, how did this happen? Okay, when you see them by SMU, it might be legit because I feel like they get away from their people. But maybe maybe they in Soft Lake, and SMU is not their people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, though. I, you know what? They probably are. They're probably the worst sorts of manipulators because they know rich white will protect their own so they're at SMU. Mm-hmm. So these people might not know them. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you see me? I'm struggling. I can't. I can't even look at Kristen. I'm going to have to look at the computer screen. Listen, listen, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this is the greatest telltale sign of yeah. a quality person. Yeah. How we? I mean, you. I, I don't assume just because, like, you know how they say, the more you get what you want, the less you want what you get. Mm-hmm. Right. We understand, like, there's a, there's a spoiled child in there somewhere. But it's like, I cannot say that the parents are bad because they've no. done what parents do. Right. You protect you protect your child in the best way you can, and I know a lot of the you know stories that we hear about black men and black black people and the struggles that they have with the court system. If those parents would have had it, if you had the dough, they would have saved their children, baby. They would have without question, without question. So I'm not I'm not gonna say that they made a mistake there. But what I am saying, when somebody refuses to acknowledge the mm-hmm. blessing it is to be rescued time and time again and still be on, and then whine when, and still be in position and yeah. good graces like she said we cut them off financially we didn't cut them off emotionally and for you to still be in good graces with people who clearly love you for who you are mm-hmm. the fuck up that appa- that apparently is mm-hmm. you would not treat it like a bank account right to and withdraw from whatever you can and that's it and that's, and that's unfortunate, and that tells you everything you need to know about you're that person. You're a dirtbag, which means little mama. You don't mama, care about nobody. You don't care about your current wife. You wife. don't care about their grandbaby. But I'm not going to feel crazy sympathy for for her. The, ex, Be- the current wife? Yeah, I'm not going to feel a ton of sympathy for her because I feel like she's complicit in this in some ways. And I feel like it takes. it's a very weird woman who will be with a man because the way that he's moving, you can't tell me that this man ain't talking cash money for the 992 shit, a two, a nine nine in the two thousands worth of shit about his ex-wife to his new wife. And any woman that's going to sit and listen to you, I don't give a damn why the marriage ended. That's still the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. So you still owe her that type of respect to right. me. That's just right. How. And so, for her to be around this man and to see 
how he operates, to see how he fuck up with money and fuck up with his family. And clearly, if she even know anything about the man, she's seen that he's been on this up and down uh-huh. for a while now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. Where are your mommy instincts mm. to reach out to the safety net, the doting grandmother, to mm. be like, I love him. I don't know why I can't tell you, <laughs> but this is my person. Mm-hmm. How do I make sure that me and my daughter aren't in a bedroom next to the ex-wife and her two sons? Because y'all got Cause eight. Because you ate. Because you got, got eight. eight, baby. You got eight. We about to replace all your children with grandchildren. It's not like they only had two, right? Right. Well, you about to have three grandkids in here and two uh, ex-daughter-in-laws in here, and you still going to have a room to spare. Still got room to spare. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not cutting his little new, his new nuclear family outside of that baby. Mm-hmm. Fuck the both of them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'm just a skeptic, and I'm, you know, she complicit in this because while I can appreciate mm-hmm. the third option, let's talk to old girl and see my gut is telling me she going to be like a hundred thousand dollars. You, you right. Just, like, I, just I, I, based off of everything that's happened and her already being cold, which means, you, you know, we've, I don't know if we've had this conversation, but you can tell when you first meet somebody and they already kind of uh to you. Okay, bitch, what outside conversation has happened that you coming up in here? You don't even know me, but mm. you already feeling some type of way about me. Mm. So what conversations has he been having in a pot mint? Well, I feel like, I, I, I honestly feel like he's jealous of his ex-wife for the simple fact that she's clearly someone who can appreciate and be gracious when somebody is in position to help them. And sometimes it takes, like, sometimes, you know, if you ever have, if, if you ever seen, like, you've ever latched on to people, right? Mm-hmm. You got friends and you just, you introduced to the family or whatever, and you can tell, like, while they might not be rich or whatever, they have an abundance of things that they don't appreciate. Love. Yeah. Support. Yeah. And kindness yes they have an abundance of that that they don't appreciate and real wealth that's yeah, the wealth yeah and then and you get invited in and you get it and you're just loving it and you love their parents and mm-hmm. all this other stuff and they're like why you want to be up over there listen you 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 you're blessed you're blessed beyond measure and and you know you see that and so here this woman your ex-wife she sees this right I'm pretty sure it was not easy to even convince this woman to move in with the grandparents. The, right. the fact that she has a job, right? Mm-hmm. She's working and she does as much as she can, right? This woman, she understands, like... She's probably going to be able to pay for her house in full. She's probably saving. She's probably, Or that note going to be real minimum because she's going to be able to put a nice down. When, when it's time to go. Yeah. And because she's working, like she's not just she not she not acting like a, a privileged person sitting up in this house, not at all, just doing what she can when she wants to. She she's went out and got herself a job. So in the event that these people expire or get tired, or get tired, I'm pretty sure they set things up for these little grandchildren so they would never have anything she, to worry about. I'm certain of it. But the fact is, she didn't. She the fact that she leaves the house and makes an income tells me all that I need to know. Period about this woman. And instead of you being so worried about her and got your your current wife gassed about gassed up about her being a bad person or a questionable person, it is just like, dude, like she could have hit your parents up a long time ago for your responsibilities. Best kind of type of woman she was, baby. But she did not listen. 
Now he's salty because he was stuck with them six hundred thousand dollars in debt, and he living in an apartment. He he's renting, and he probably ain't in an apartment. They're renting a trailer. Nah, Anything. girl, you know, you know what he's renting because you know what he's used to. He's not renting a trailer. He's he's renting something over there on the M streets of <laughs> of Dallas, baby. They they live in large. Okay, he he just wants to own. I mean, because they never really said what he did for a living, but I couldn't imagine that he's not living off of trust money from when he turned well, twenty one. I don't think so. I mean, we don't know, but listen, if if you can put a hundred thousand thousand dollars on your home you're not starting with a starter house yeah you're not building a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house no (laughs) you're not you're not you're not sorry (laughs) crystal face is what took me out you're not we get the cameras in here bro like that ain't the case that we have to show crystal facial expressions (laughs) god damn it No, this is just, this is some real dirty shit right mm-hmm. here. And I think that it probably opens us up to another conversation like we mentioned earlier. How mm-hmm. much is too much? How much is too much? When do you, when do you in good conscience mm-hmm. draw the line? Yeah. Because, um, I you mean, know. my mom has covered legal expenses for me when I was young and crazy, you know, but I'm even fortunate for that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? For me to be in the position that I'm in now because my parents had the money for an attorney and to get, you know, shit expunged and to get, you know, things reduced to nothing. It it didn't get reduced to community service. It got reduced to nothing. You see what I'm saying? And, like, that's a privilege Mm -hmm. that a lot of us don't, don't get. Ha- yeah, exactly. That exactly that. And and I don't take that for granted. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Especially when growing up in the communities that we've grown up in and you can just see how not even I'm going to say bad decisions, but not like dangerous decisions mm-hmm. that could have been easily fixed. Right. Weren't able to be because they just didn't have the financial resources. Right. You know, like, shout out to all of the public defenders. Like, people give them a bad rap, but the caseload, like, you just, you don't have the bandwidth to really fight a case. You be like, listen, let's plea, and we'll figure it out after that. And that is what so many people end up having to do. The number of people, an article that I read not so long ago, the number of people who plea when innocent because they don't have the money to fight it, would blow your fucking mind. Mm. Would blow your mind. Mm-mm. Our judicial system is about resources, baby, Mm-mm. not guilt or innocence. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. just not. But back on the topic at hand, this spoiled bitch. Um, I, 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 I don't wish you any happiness or, or any success. I think that you are on track, like I mentioned before, to ruin two sets of families' lives and you never get far in life when you ugly and when you dirty and that's why shit just can't get right. Right. And even though your parents have come in, like we mentioned, to try to safeguard you from some shit, you are just hell-bent on finding a way to be a fuck-up. So guess what? Be it. But you're not going to use this baby as a pawn or an ATM card. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned before, we done set up this trust. If we hadn't thought about it then, we definitely setting it up now because your ass can't be trusted. Mm-mm. And your wife ain't shit either. The new one. 
Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to save you, but I mean it is it is real. Like you you see this type of person in motion. Like it, it's it's never a surprise and you know, I would You know what this gives me? What? This gives me Aaron Carter. You know what Aaron Carter is, right? Uh, Nick Carter's little brother from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, he had some bobs back in the day too, right? Aaron Carter. Uh-huh. Straight laced, polished white boy. Now this motherfucker got uh, tattoos on his neck and he's grown ups. This give me Chet Hanks like a motherfucker. This is what this gives me. Okay, this gives me privileged white boy who want to be down bad, so bad. He want to be so oppressed, so bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, mom and dad sitting on dough and going to be sitting on dough to pass down dough. You know who else a motherfucker like that that I just found out? Who? Kid Rock. Kid Rock want to give you trailer park trash. This motherfucker grew up on an estate and tried to be a rapper and the shit didn't work out and then he turned in trailer park uh tycoon but uh <laughs> you know i'm just i'm just fucking over it i think it's stupid i think that you know your intentions are pure mammal but you need to just yeah dude a state of course get up get up with your granddaughter when she turn 18 yeah, and hopefully i can you know you'll be around for the end stay, you know stay the course of because i feel like this is her way of course correcting like we can't keep throwing money at can't it. keep doing it so we just have to you know even though grandpa that. grandpa want to throw the dough but yeah, they but need they need to stay the course he, now he to, yeah you don't get to manipulate to. me that way i mean dang like you you know how much money you gotta have when a hundred thousand is just like give it to him give me a hundred thousand uh, dollars give it to just give it to him i won't disappoint you grandpa give me a hundred thousand dollars give it to him i just hear him just like why are we fighting and she's like no listen no. While, well, while they're fighting, they can go to one of them eight bedrooms to cool off. You have anything else to add? No, I'm pretty much <laughs> done. I think we've made it extremely abundantly clear where we stand here. And um, I just wish people didn't move like Parents this. just don't understand. Sorry. I also couldn't hold that one in. Come Speaking in. of not being able to hold things in, did you see the Kevin Hart, Don Cheadle uh, clip? <laughs> when Kevin Hart was interviewing Don Cheadle. And Don Cheadle said, I'm 56 years old. And then Kevin blurted out, damn. Oh, no, I did not see that. <laughs> I can't hold things in. Just like Kevin Hart can't keep his dick in his pants. You have anything else? Nope. And goodbye. Make sure you check out our Patreon because we have great things over at our Patreon. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. You have just listened to the Waning Opinions podcast with your hosts Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Waning Opinions podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Raining Opinions podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Raining Opinions podcast would love to let your opinion rain. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.